accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. It's the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I'm Luke. I'm so tired. Me too. Chelsea, Chelsea it's you. You're here. I thought we were going to be like done after the panel, but we're yeah, doing me, this again. Me too, but then I remembered that uh, our other host, Crystal... That's me. ...had pitched an idea uh, for a crossover episode with other audio entropy podcasts, The Book of Medora, the podcast all about Zelda lore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and how we should have all the hosts of that show on to place five Zelda games. So we've got Cameron and Monica here. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here, Luke. Great. Uh, you said right before we started recording you were going to turn the charm on right when we started, and boy, you sure did, Cameron. I don't think that's quite what I said, Luke, but I'll go with it. Uh, well, you know what? It wasn't recorded, so it's your word <laughs> against mine. Anyway, we are... We, we did a live show, like, three days ago, I think. Uh, time has started to lose all meaning. But uh, somehow that means we still have to do more of these episodes. I'm not allowed to sleep yet. So well, we're going to play five Zelda games. games. Yeah, there's, a, there's the problem. There's always more of these fuckers. Uh, we had anyway. intended to do this before the panel, didn't we? So you could have been resting now. That's true. We did intend to do this before the panel, but for reasons we decided to push it off. That's true. Um... So we are going to place five games in the Legend of Zelda series. We're going to talk about Zelda 2, the adventure... Sorry, sorry. Zelda the Second, the adventure of Link. The Legend of Zelda, a link between worlds. The Legend of Zelda, Tri-Force Heroes. The Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword. And The Legend of Zelda, Spirit Tracks. I'm not sure what process you three came to to pick these five games other than the only common thread I can see between them is they're like five of the like not as like these are not five Zelda games people go nuts over in the way they do over some other ones. I would say these are five Zelda games in which our opinions deviate significantly from the norm. I thought, okay. I thought okay. they were picked randomly. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, great. <laughs> I just assumed Crystal tried to pick, like, five that wouldn't all just be immediate top ten contenders. That doesn't oh, sound very we'll objective. about that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's start with Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. I don't have Moby Games pages pulled up for any of these because I know these games, and you all know these games. Back in the long-forgotten days of the 1980s, they made a little game called The Legend of Zelda. And it, people thought, hey, that's pretty neat. So they did another one. And back then, they didn't really know how video game sequels worked, so they just made a totally different kind of game with, like, some plot-related hooks. And, like, you're still playing the same little green-capped boy but now he's side-scrolling, and he can jump up and do, like, swords up in the air, turn into a fairy, slip through, like, keyholes. Then you run out of magic and get stuck in a room, and then you have to reset the game, and that's no good. Uh, that's about it, right? Yeah. The, adve a, the Adventure of Link also has some deeply troubling socio-political implications about the rest of Hyrule, but I don't know if it's the kind of thing to address in this podcast. I guess we may as well. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> Take it away. Crystal, you do remember that conversation we had where we're basically setting up a Game of Thrones season in Hyrule and the ending to this game, yeah? Well, right, because at the end of the game, you do awaken the sleeping princess, Zelda right. 1. 
Yes. Who now has a claim to the throne. It's like a robot. Zelda 1. <laughs> the original Zelda. The original flavor. Right. Yeah, so the end like... of the game sets up a scenario in which Zelda fights Zelda for the right to the throne. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I think by the way that royalty normally works, the elder Zelda does have the more right to it, right? I don't but think is Zelda ever... just going to sit back and let her take I guess it? that's true. Yeah, it might just break out into all-out civil war. But there's so little Wait. left of their kingdom. Can they really afford that? Elder Zelda sounds like a Zelda and Elder Scrolls crossover. Great. I think that it's added a further complication by the fact that Link controls the entire Triforce at the end of the game, which oh, is yeah. the embodiment of the divine right of kings. Wait, so, okay, in Zelda 1, you're collecting the Triforce of Wisdom, right? Uh-huh. And then he has to put together the Triforce of Courage in 2, right? Uh-huh. And I feel like they had not come up with the Triforce of Power yet and didn't really talk about where it is because they no, didn't they come did. up with it. Oh. Yeah, Link took it from Ganon's corpse. Does that happen in the game? Yes. In the first one. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll defer to you. Yeah, so he's he gets a wish then. What do you think that Link wished for? Um... The thing is that single wishes being pants. made on. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what is. Mm, that's a. You want to try that one again? What did he wish for? Oh, I said longer pants. Oh, yeah, yeah. God willing. Single wishes being all that the Triforce is used for wasn't really established until Link to the Past. As of the time sure. of Adventure of Link, holding all the pieces of the Triforce basically just made you omnipotent. And the king. And the king. You were the okay. king. Okay, well then that kind of resolves the whole issue then. If he's the king, then it's just whichever Zelda he decides to, you know, get with. And I mean, he only smooches one of them. Ah. Well, that's also complicated by the fact that this is a canonical sequel to the Legend of Zelda cartoon. Oh, no. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I mean, how does that complicate things? I don't know much about what happens in the Zelda well, cartoon. Well, another scenario Link we might be looking at is... to be excused. Another scenario we might be looking at is Link, King of Hyrule, with two wives. Uh, sure, I guess that's possible. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I can think of a lot of reasons why not, actually. I think Zelda from the cartoon would stab him in the fucking kidneys before she let that shit happen. <laughs> all right, all right. Also, yeah, you should yeah. listen to our Book of Midori episode about the Zelda cartoon, because that cartoon has a lot in it. I'm not sure. S- not a lot that's good. Just, just a just lot. A lot right, of things. Right. Ooh. Well, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not sure if we can resolve these complicated questions here. Anyway, Zelda 2 is really hard. Zelda 2 oh, is yeah. really hard. It's it's hard enough that I've ever never actually beaten it. I've gotten like two dungeons deep in it and said, you know what? I got better things to do with my life. It's the only Zelda game, like, out of the entire oof that I would call actively unfun to play most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, there's people that like it, and you can see where, like, some of its ideas ended up kind of being pretty important for that series going forward. But, like, it's it's really rough. I appreciate that they tried something really different with it, though. That's neat. I like how the first Zelda plays, but not how this one does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like this game a lot. 
Do you? Yeah, you're, it's you're better right. than the first Legend of Zelda. Oh, Ooh, you and me. You that and me seems got, unlikely. <laughs> we got big disagreements, you and me, Crystal. And yes, it is super influential. It's the first Zelda game to have NPCs and a magic meter. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It is very influential in the later genre of side-scrolling role-playing games, such as, for example, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um... Something weird seems to have happened with the list where game number 160 is just blank on here. Is that I'm not sure what, what? That wasn't Cameron. I wonder if something got... No, it no, it was definitely... I wonder if I accidentally hit backspace at some point during the live show. Are all the live show games on here? Do we have Neon... Evangelion's on here. Uh, Deus Ex, that's here. Germ Crazy? Well, I don't remember talking about Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor on the panel. I don't either, which means it's probably not something related to that directly. Beethoven's here. Uh, what was the fifth one? Bionicle. Bionicle I remember talking about here. Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. yeah, we talked about Black Eyed Peas, but not Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor. The list is at 425, so it's not just an empty, like an extra slot. Mm. Something Do you got... have a master list somewhere, or is this it? This is it. Oh this boy. is it. This uh, is what he does. Is, and he, you don't keep a backup, do you, Luke? God, no. I do have my you like, goofy man. I have a, a de facto backup in the list of captioned images that I have at home. So that might need to wait until I get home to resolve itself. Oh my! But how will Hopefully, we, we don't have to talk about whatever game this is. Hey, let's try and dodge slot number one sixty. Yeah, <laughs> we're big we'll dodgers. Great. Okay. <laughs> For now, we're starting at game number 212. Uh, Chelsea, how do you think Zelda 2, the adventure, of, Zelda the second, the adventure of Link, compares to Grand Theft Auto London 1969, the Grand Theft Auto 2 expansion that takes place in London? Let's steal some fucking cars. All right. All right. Crystal? Zelda 2. It's one for each. Cameron? Uh, uh, okay, this is the part where I have to admit that I don't like ranking games against each other, especially when I don't know anything about them, but I'm just gonna... Why are you on this show? <laughs> yeah. I was bullied. Um, I'm going to go with Zelda just because I don't think that Grand Theft Auto was much of a series to talk about until the third one. Yeah, I think that's entirely fair. That's two for Zelda. Monica? I will also go for Zelda 2. All right, Zelda 2 takes it and moves up to number 106. Uh, let's see here. Monica, how does it compare to Arx Fatalis, an immersive sim RPG for the Xbox? I'm going to say I'll go with Arx. Okay. <laughs> that sounded very pained. I, I don't really love <laughs> Zelda 2. All right. Yeah, that's one for Arx. Cameron? I will agree with Monica. All right. That's two for Arx Fatalis. Uh, Crystal? I will vote for Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, one of the most innovative sequels of all time. Okay. You're not uh, wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Chelsea? Um, what's it up against? Arx Fatalis. Right. Arx Fatalis. Inspired by the Ultima Underworld series. It takes place in a vast underground world. There's some spiders you fight. You know. Mm-hmm. Arx Fatalis. Mm -hmm. How do you vote? I said Arx Fatalis, Luke. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I thought you were just repeating back the name of the game. I'm sorry. 
Oh, all these lists are hyperlinks to the Moby Games page for. Oh, that's cool. Correct. Yes. That was my idea. That's very right. nice. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea is wonderful. Uh, Arx Vitalis wins, and Zelda 2 moves down, conspicuously moving immediately towards that blank spot we were trying to dodge. <laughs> that was not intentional. No. <laughs> no, I know it wasn't, but uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to number 159, the Black Eyed Peas Experience, the Kinect dancing game about the Black Eyed Peas? Let's dance dance. All right, that's one for Black Eyed Peas. Crystal? Zelda 2. It's one for each. Cameron? Zelda 2. And Monica. Zelda 2 has better music. That's, All right. that's true. Zelda 2 wins Wait, and no, moves geez. up. Oh, oh, I, don't, um, <laughs> I don't know about the reasoning. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Zelda 2 is the source for the best Smash Brothers stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. I, well, well, hold on. Hold on. Mm, yeah. Which? Temple. No. <laughs> I do like the temple, but best yeah. Smash Brothers stage. God, I would have to think about that one for a while. We'd have long. to have a whole separate list for placing Smash Brothers stage. We I only think have it a separate list for longer than this one. We only have a separate list for Marvel superheroes. Right, right. <laughs> and also, the answer is Poke Floats. Anyway, uh, Zelda Two wins and moves up to number one hundred thirty-two. Uh, Monica, how does it compare to Time Splitters, Future Perfect? Is that I the GameCube f- one? Uh, it is a GameCube one, yes. Oh, okay. I traded that yeah. one in without playing it. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So, Zelda 2. Yikes. All right. Yeah, wow. Okay, uh, Cameron. Um, oh, Lord. I kind of want to give it to Time Splitters, but I know Zelda 2, so I guess I'll have to go with it for now. I do love that music. All right, that's two for Zelda 2. Uh, Crystal. Zelda 2. Time splitters. And Chelsea. All right, Zelda 2 takes it and moves uh, up to number 119. Uh, Oh, great. Uh, This one is not hyperlinked yet, but Chelsea, how does (laughs) Zelda 2 compare to another two? Beethoven 2nd, the platformer based on the second movie in the Beethoven franchise of films where you play as a as a mischievous St. Bernard out on a quest to retrieve his stolen puppies and get them back to his loving dog wife. Zelda. All right, Crystal. Zelda. Cameron. Hold your ass up. I got to look up footage of this shit because I don't believe <laughs> it. I thought it would be about the composer. Uh, I think it's also sometimes known as Beethoven's Great Canine Caper or something like that. This was on the Super, the Nintendo? Super Nintendo? The Super Nintendo, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet Jesus. <laughs> the oh, you have music a bark for this attack. game is just a <laughs> shitty, like, version of, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, you gotta watch out for the skate kid. Right, but oh. you can just bark at him until he evaporates. Oh, fuck this game. Adventure Link. <laughs> All right, Monica? Zelda 2. All right, Zelda 2 takes it and continues to climb to number 112. Monica, how does it fare against Westfront Omega, the Amulet of Vega, an indie text adventure game where you have to explore your neighborhood in Scandinavia, and we never managed to find it, but you can discover the Smurf Village if you're very careful uh, as you search for your uncle's legendary magical amulet. That sounds really cool. I'm going to go with Westfront. Hell yeah. Uh, Cameron. 
I'm contractually obligated to agree with Monica. Great. Crystal. Westfront Omega. Yeah. Chelsea. Praise Paul. Yeah. Everyone loves Westfront Omega by Paul Banks. Rest in peace. Uh, that means that Zelda 2 moves down to number 115. <laughs> Chelsea, how's it compared to Super Mario Maker? The Wii U game where you get to make and share your own Mario levels that Crystal throws a big old tantrum about every time she remembers it's on the list. Mario Maker. <laughs> Crystal? I will vote for the video game Zelda 2. <laughs> Great. That's one for each. Cameron? I think that Super Mario Maker is actually some of the best drunken party game fun I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. The last time that I played it, a friend of mine from Ottawa, we sat down and we built a level where Bowser just drops in and he's like double giant and he flies. And there's this sound Uh clip that plays of my friend just saying, I'm Bowser, like really loud whenever he's on screen. And it's very good. And anyway, I'm voting for Mario Maker. All right, that's two for Mario Maker. Uh, Monica. Mario Maker. All right, Mario Maker takes it. Video game Super Mario Maker wins, and Zelda 2 moves down to number 117. Monica has a fair against Geo Safari, a geography trivia game that was packaged in with Microsoft Bob on Windows 98. Oh! I think it was 98. <laughs> 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 Sounding um, by Cameron's Oh my reaction. god! <coughs> oh, sorry, it was Windows 95, not 98. Aww. I know, Geo Safari! <laughs> You're the first. <laughs> Oh, oh baby, first... I knew that shit so good. Maybe <laughs> I will go with Geo Safari. I guess I have to. Cameron? Oh, absolutely. Adventure of Link. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crystal. Now, how do you two feel about uh, Geo Safari's lack of support for the One China policy? Okay, listen, you're dick dipping your toes into some shit that I'm not qualified to talk about. I can go and get my mother-in-law in here, and she yeah. will have some opinions on it, but... She, she does this every time, because one of the screenshots on Moby Games is a trivia question where it was like, name every country in China, and, like, Taiwan is a separate answer from China. So... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Crystal, how do you vote? Uh, I will vote for Zelda 2. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? Uh, Geo Safari. All right, that ties it. Uh, I'll, I'll vote for Zelda 2. I don't want to do geography trivia. It was very fun back in the day, though. Lord, sure. I love that. But also, you expressed more love for this game than anyone I've ever met, and you still voted against it, so I feel confident voting for Zelda. It wasn't as good as the biology game, where sometimes you'd see, like, a shark eat a tuna. Sure, sure. Uh, all right, that brings us to one last game to compare Zelda 2 to. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, the Game Boy Color Panel Day Pawn game reskinned with Pokemon as a companion to Pokemon Puzzle League. Do you love me some Panel Day Pawn? Yeah. Pokemon. All right, Crystal. I played both of these games on my Game Boy Advance and like Pokemon Puzzle yeah. Challenge more. Okay, Cameron. Panel Day Pawn's the one that was localized as Tetris Attack, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that really I have to vote for that. Okay. And Monica. Pokemon. All right, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge takes it, and 
Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link is placed at number 117, directly above Geo Safari, directly below Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. The Halo number. Is it? Okay, I yeah. believe you. That's the we John We should do a number. Halo episode when we get to that. <laughs> what do you mean when you get to that? Yeah, Book when of When we Midor, get to episode but... 117. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess let's just move right along to the second game of the evening here. We got The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. They made a lot of Zelda games, and people didn't. People had mixed reception to a lot of them, I think it's fair to say. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, dang. What if we just made like one like the one we made before that everyone loved? And they made Link Between Worlds. And it's a lot like Link to the Past, except now you can just go to some store where some weird little rabbit man will sell you all the items all at once. He'll so rent it to go you do first. The yes, he'll rent them to you, and if you die, he takes them back. But if you pay him a higher price, you can just buy them outright. Uh, and you can do the dungeons in mostly any order with a few sort of bottlenecks. And you just go around and you gotta save the world from some weird painting pervert. We probably throw more shade at Link Between Worlds than any other game on the Book of Medora. Now, what is it you dislike about this game so much? Well, I mean, Crystal's probably better for speaking to that. All right, Crystal. A Link Between Worlds is a very eager, well-designed game mm. that's, like, very eager to please and kind of... Mm-hmm squeaky clean but doesn't really challenge you or challenge your ideas of what Zelda can be sure it like the the wall merging thing is cool yeah but doing the dungeons in any order doesn't really matter because they're all still based around the single item yeah they don't exploit that idea as well as they should and like one of the things that struck me about that game is, like, I found all, all 100 hidden, whatever they're called, like, oh, without... Oh, shellfish things? My, oh, my. Yeah, but, like, I found all of those without even really trying. Like, they barely hid them at all. So there, there wasn't a ton of cause to, like, explore the world, really. Right. I don't know. It, it's, like, it's, you know, it's fine. It's not a bad game. But yeah. the, the way it was so well-received felt like, oh, yeah. They people do sure like a link to the past, and yeah, they did no, it again. Th there is definitely an element of that to it, where I think it had been a while since they had made like a traditional Zelda that like played the hits in a way that people were kind of hungry for. And I agree with you that this game is not like special. It doesn't it doesn't push the envelope in any interesting ways. But I think it's a nice game, and it was a good fun time, and I had fun playing it. Like, I have, I have positive memories of that game, even if it's not all-time favorite level, you know? I liked it. I guess, I guess that's the... I liked, it better th I liked it better than the rest of the Medora podcast did, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, it's... See, I'm not a huge Link's Awakening fan, so it might be my favorite to, like, handheld Zelda. Oh, I see. <laughs> that'll, come up, that'll come up later in this episode. Great, good. Uh, oh, yeah, we do have another handheld Zelda coming up. Two of them. Uh, oh, do we? Oh, you're right, you're right, yes. Uh, but I guess for now, let's let's see how good 
Link Between Worlds can do on this list. Uh, let's see, Monica, how does it fare against game number 214? Uh, D-Force, a top-down scrolling shooter where you're an attack helicopter in Operation Desert Storm for like a level, and then the next level is like you're in dinosaur land. And the level after that is you're like fighting the Greek pantheon with your attack helicopter. Cool. I'll go with D-Force. All right. Cameron. Oh, my fucking God. Seriously? No. Link Between Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that the second level involves you apparently shooting Dodongos. That's cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, Crystal? Dick Force. I guess if you're, if you're judging Zelda games by how many Dodongos they got... D-Force might be a better Zelda game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think there's any Dodongos in Link Between Worlds. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Uh, Link Between Worlds. All right, that ties it. Yeah, I'm going Link Between Worlds. I like that game. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Which moves it up to the top half of the list. Uh, Chelsea, how does it fare against game number 107, The Eye of the Dragon? A PC action RPG where you play as a dragon who has to defend your kingdom of humans from other evil dragons that want to burn it to the ground. Uh, between worlds. Okay. Uh, Crystal. The Eye of the Dragon. Cameron. Oh, these screenshots for Eye of the Dragon are pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it, it looks neat. It's incredible. I've tried to play it. It's extremely complicated, and I did not feel like learning it. Oh, okay. Then I'll vote for Link Between Worlds. All right. Monica? Eye of the Dragon seems like it's really trying to do something new, so I'm going yeah. to vote for it. Yeah, that ties it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there is something to that. Eye of the Dragon is trying for something new, and Link Between Worlds is just a competently done old thing. I'll, I'll go for Eye of the Dragon, which means that Link Between Worlds moves down to number 161. Once again, just... <laughs> Just kissing that blank spot. What could be there? 161 is the blank spot. Oh, son of a mother. <laughs> you did this. You did do it, Luke. Sure that you was did. your All choice. Right. I'm working okay. on it. Oh, are you trying to figure it out? Yeah. Oh, how? That seems difficult to figure out. Are Search you going every Wait, game. I think I have it. Oh, wait, do you? Give me a minute. Okay. All right, I'll come back to you in a second here. Monica, for now... How does uh, how does Link Between Worlds do against a mystery game that we know nothing about? How does it do against pure enigma? Um, I guess Link like, Between Worlds was better than nothing. Imagine, if you will, that we're on a game show stage, and I have on a pedestal Link Between Worlds, and on a pedestal next to it, just a big old box covered in question marks. Which prize would you like to take home today? I'm, I'm a safe player. The boring right. one. So I would go for the game that I know. All right. All right. That's one Link, Link Between, between worlds. worlds. Cameron. Y'all got Dark Souls and Tetrisphere way the fuck down here. Hey, Tetrisphere should be way higher. I'm with you. Um, I, I, I guess comparing it against nothing for a vote that we're about to have to rescind when Chelsea <laughs> finds the thing that you lost, I'll also vote for Link Between Worlds. <laughs> Great. Uh, Crystal, how about you? Mystery box. Great. Anything could be in the mystery box. That's true. Chelsea, what do you have? You, have you figured anything out? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> What's your? How do you compare it to the mystery box? 
mean, what that the? mystery box <laughs> could have anything. It could have a Zelda <laughs> game in it. <laughs> 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 What's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a good podcast. I'm gonna go dark for a minute. Hang on. <laughs> I think. All that, right. I think Chelsea's holding up this podcast by its fucking ankles and shaking it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it. I, I think she's re. I think she's re-listening to the live episode that I just posted a few hours ago to see if she can figure out what was in that slot. Which, good luck to her. God bless her. Uh, I guess let's just vamp for a while. This might end up getting cut if it's not funny enough, so, you know, better bring your fucking A-game. What you got? Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> that you get to rely on us, your guests from the non-humorous <laughs> podcast, Book of Medora. That's right. Hit me. The <laughs> podcast about the lore, fiction, setting, characters, and story of the Zelda yeah. series. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Fuck's sake. All true. Hey, I was I was on an episode of Book of Medora where we talked about Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember doing it. And when I we do the timeline the of the Book of Medora episodes, that motherfucker. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Non-canonical. Uh, hey, Chelsea, so what's I was, up? So uh, what I did was I, I went to yes. the episode, like, so the episode... Uh, between Black Eyed Peas Experience and uh, Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor, like Pac-Man's mm-hmm. Pizza Parlor was more recent, so I figure what I can do is I can go to Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor and try to figure out like what it was placed between. Um, and it was placed between oh, the Black Eyed Peas Experience sure. and Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. So things have changed since uh, uh- since that episode. <laughs> So that means something got placed between Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor yeah. and the Black Eyed Peas Experience. Great. I vaguely remember we. It was a recent episode because we talked about Pac-Man's Pizza Parlor recently, and we did not yeah, talk on, about Indiana Jones recently. On my copy of the list for episode eighty question mark, there is nothing between Pac-Man and Black Eyed Peas, so it must have been. Past okay, so it had to be the pa- one of the past like three or four episodes. Hey, we're all just going on a mystery <laughs> are, quest now. We are. Was it the just like episode? in the Legend of Zelda too? All right, I'm, I am diving on to audioentropy.com to look through our episode archives because it's got to be one of, like, 20 games, and we can just see which of those is missing from the list. Oh, good. All right, let's Isn't start with... Is there a summary? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is a summary, so that's what I'm saying. I can check that against this. Great. Uh, let's see. Was Rumania... Is Rumania here? <laughs> Rumania is here. It's Sales Simulator. I'm glad that it's, we're here it's for sales this simulator? most riveting content. <laughs> All right, we figured it out. It's Sales Simulator. We did it. All this is getting cut. <laughs> What's Sales Simulator? Sales Simulator is exactly what four. it sounds like. S- excuse me, Sales Simulator 4. Yes, yeah, Sales Simulator 4 is a simulation of a sailboat so you can learn how to sail a real sailboat. Oh, this is stupid. I thought that it was going to be like Sales Simulator where it's a game where you pretend oh. to work in retail. No, it's no, not no, no. Sales Simulator because that's at 126. What? Damn it! <laughs> well, piss on me. <laughs> All right, it's not Sail Simulator. Let's keep hunting. Let's uh, I don't think it's Worldwide Soccer Manager. I think that's higher than this. It is. Yes. I saw that in your tweets. <clears throat> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Tried that. Uh, what about Critical Mass or Power? But but that's way lower. Let's place the the misplaced game. Let's uh-huh. see. 
Tom and Jerry World is here. All right. Local land. I know where local land is. It's right next to my heart at number two. Okay. Where's your heart then? Is it Undertale or Tetris? It's probably Tetris. <laughs> yeah, it's Tetris. Uh, ugh, this sucks. <laughs> I'm tempted to just keep going with the... Mi- yeah, you know what? Let's just keep going with the mystery box for now. Chelsea, mystery box or Zelda? Um... <laughs> Do you even remember how the rest of us voted? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I'll I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. The mystery door. You're voting for mystery door. All right, that ties the vote. I'm, I'm gonna go for Zelda, because I'm scared of what this might be. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not some. Is it Little Big Planet Two? Maybe it's Little Big Planet Two. I think we saw that earlier. No, it's not Little Big Planet Two. Anyway, uh, for now. Link Between Worlds moves up to number 134. Chelsea, how does it compare to Neopets, the online game where you play mini games to earn money to take care of your very own electronic pet? And, you know, now it's just a weird... It, Neopets got weird. Zelda. All right. Crystal. Neopets. Okay. Cameron. Ah, Zelda. All right, and Monica. Neopets, I played that for the longest time. Oh, I could look up your profile if I wanted to. (laughs) That ties it. If if this was just Neopets of the past times, then yes, but modern Neopets is is rough. I'm going Zelda. Which moves it up to number 121. Uh, Monica, how does it fare against Marble Blast Ultra? A game where you tilt a world around to guide a marble through a track. Kind of like Super Monkey Ball, but with no monkeys. Roll goal. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically roll goal. From yeah. Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll go with Marble Blast. No, fuck roll goal. <laughs> roll goal. <laughs> Cameron. God, it would be funnier if I said Marble Blast, but I'm going to say Link Between Worlds. All right, that's one for each. Crystal. Marble Blast. Chelsea. Uh, Marble Blast. All right, Marble Blast takes it, and Link Between Worlds moves down to number 127. Chelsea, how does it fare against Helicopter Game, a browser-based flash game where you guide a helicopter up and down through a cave, I guess? Uh, Link Link Cable. Yep, Crystal. What's the other one? Uh, What's that? It's against Helicopter Game. Oh, it's Helicopter Game. Okay, Uh, Cameron. Wait, this helicopter game is actually in... Oh, it's just a link to the site itself. Hold on, I'm going to take a second. Right, yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is this Flappy Bird? Click and hold left. I mean, it it predates Flappy Bird. Don't you dare say that. (laughs) Flappy Bird is fine. Oh, this is fine. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I said said don't say that because Chris will get offended. Yeah, Helicopter Game is on this list because they kept comparing another game to Flappy Bird, and she got mad because the proper comparison was Helicopter Game. Well, okay, I've checked every game past episode 80 question mark and all of them are here. <laughs> well, <No>. something <laughs> is missing from the list because it's at the it was at the correct number when we started. So Which, we're going to have to audit So the you whole may list. have deleted something by accident that's much older. Yes, we're, we're going to have to audit the whole list. Oh boy. <laughs> goody, goody, I, goody. Luckily I do have like the tools to do that, so that's fine. Anyway, oh. Uh, Zelda. You're voting Zelda. Okay. Uh, 
I've totally lost track of the vote. Chelsea, you voted Link. Crystal, you voted what? Uh, you voted Helicopter. The one that's not Zelda. Right. Cameron, you voted Link Between Worlds. Yeah. Monica. I'll go for Zelda. All right. Zelda takes it and moves up to number 124. Uh, let's see. Monica, how does it compare against Darkest Fear 3 Nightmare? This was a game for old cell phones uh, where you controlled a father and daughter. The daughter has been corrupted by the forces of darkness, but she's still, like, okay. She just can't stand in light because it hurts her now, and you two have to solve puzzles together while adjusting the light level so you can both leave this spooky place you're in. That sounds scary, so I'm going to go with Zelda. Okay. Cameron. Also Zelda. Crystal. Darkness. Okay. Chelsea. Um... Zelda. All right. Zelda wins. And What's it up against? Uh, it was up against Darkest Fear 3 Nightmare. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you okay over there, Chelsea? I'm fine. I I'm just every... trying to solve this mystery. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everyone is A, tired, and B, distracted now. I think we could maybe put a pin in the mystery for right now. It's not like the next game will also... Uh... Promptly <laughs> land in the same space. Yeah. Yeah. What, I mean, what are the odds, objectively? They, they seem low, and yet <laughs> it keeps happening. Uh, all right, Chelsea, how does The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds compare to Company of Heroes? Uh, well-regarded, apparently, RTS uh, set in World War II. I don't know. I shouted out to a whole crowd who likes Company of Heroes, and like one guy shouted back. So now I'm doubting that it was ever all that good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Company of Heroes <laughs> or Link Between Worlds? Huh? Link. Okay. Zelda. Uh, Crystal. God. Company of Heroes. No, let's let's refer to Crystal as Zelda. Whenever one of us has to embody a game. All right. Sounds good. Cameron. I'll be Mario Maker. Um. <laughs> I'm also going to vote for Link Between Worlds. Okay, great. Uh, Monica? Uh, Link Between Worlds. All right, Link Between Worlds takes it and moves up to number nowhere. It's placed at number one. No, that's not right, program. You lied to me. Even in 2006, I think Company of Heroes was probably tepid and uninspired in the field of more interesting war shooters. Everyone, when we placed it, was like, oh, that game is, like, one of the most critically acclaimed RTSs of all time. You guys goofed it by placing it so low. Yeah, it's not a shooter, Cameron. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's an RTS. I don't give a shit. Ah. (laughs) Anyway, A Link Between Worlds is placed at number 122, directly above Company of Heroes, directly below Marble Blast Ultra. Hooray! So far, none of these Zelda games broke in the top 100. Maybe that'll change with The Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. I have not played this one, so why don't one of you take it away? Triforce Heroes is great. Triforce Mm -hmm. Heroes is like if they took the Four Swords formula but actually made it into a fun game that's Mm -hmm. focused more on traditional but cooperative Zelda puzzle solving. Uh Uh-huh. Whereas in the Four Swords games, they're all like, oh, run over here and all of you push on this same block or run around. Oh, sure talk to characters to try to trigger event flags. And throw your friends down cliffs. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, Fuck hell the... no. That rules. No. See, you can do the same thing in Triforce Heroes. You can, okay. like, do it even worse. But it's funnier because you have these little buttons you can press to spam angry emoticons on other people's screens. That does sound pretty great. Now, does Triforce Heroes have an online play? It does. 
Oh, it does. Okay, cool. It has cool. local Wi-Fi multiplayer and also online play. And yeah. in fact, before we do the Book of Medora episode, I think that the three of us are planning to all do a run through of the major areas together. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It, it, uh, it, it's not story heavy, but it's got sure. some elements to it that none of the other games have. Okay. Okay. Like the ability to change out your dress and the way that it treats clothing options for Link. It's the only game in the series that has more than one feminine coded clothing option that Link can wear. And it's also the only game in the series where that's treated as not something to make fun of, but something that's cool and fashionable yeah. and useful. Fashionable. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, the, the, the clothes changing was the only thing I really knew about this game. Um, but yeah, it seems like it'd be a fun time. Um, I hate other people, so I've never played it, but it seems like it's good if you don't. <laughs> you can play without other people. Oh, can you? Yeah. Yes. They're just, like, computers. I see. That seems like it's missing the point a little bit, though. Monica did beat the entire thing single player. I did. Okay, okay. That's that's entirely fair. Uh, let's see how it does. Starting at game number 213. Uh, Chelsea, how does it fare against... Persona 5. Um, Link. The, the high school JRPG where you and all your hoodlum friends have to work together to, you know, do shit. Link. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Link. Cameron. How'd y'all get this damn thing this far down here? Um, okay, no, uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it because everyone got mad at us at the panel, too. <laughs> On one hand, one hand, it's a very fun game. It's very stylish. A lot of the story is very cool. On the other hand, does not have a ton of love for, its f- for like, women or gay people. No, definitely and, not. And, uh, you know, we have conflicted feelings about that. It's a mixed bag, and that's reflected in its spot on the middle of the list. It's deeply regressive, and also it's 30% too long in every single aspect. So I feel you. It's just not what I expected. Right. I mean, I didn't expect it either, because for me, although I acknowledge all those faults, I think the positive elements of it, like, in my memory of that game, outweigh them, but I get it. Uh, Triforce Heroes. Okay. Uh, And you also go to Triforce Heroes, right, Crystal? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And Monica? Triforce Heroes, way less problematic. Uh Uh-huh. <coughs> Triforce Heroes moves up. I'm dying. Don't die. Number 105. If you I die, die and I'm host. crystal. Uh, all right. Monica, how does Triforce Heroes compare to you? Pachisi 2009, an, an adaptation of the board game Pachisi for the PlayStation 3. Um, I'm sure that Triforce Heroes is a lot more fun to play with friends. Okay. Uh, Cameron. I will assume the same. Okay. Crystal. Remember all those sick burns on Pachisi that you did during the panel? All I said was more like board game on the the cat. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm moving for Zelda. And also I said it was for the PlayStation 4 even though it came out in 2009. (laughs) I'm I'm sure nobody caught that. Oh, guess what? The whole room caught it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's three for Zelda. Chelsea? Um, uh, Zelda. All right, Zelda takes it and moves up to number 52. Uh, sorry, I'll be once. I'll be right back. 
these screenshots seem a very particular brand of anime horny. Right. What, go-go birdie chance? A little bit. I've returned. Uh, are, yeah, Chelsea, how does Zelda compare to go-go birdie chance? Uh, an anime golf game for, I think, the Sega Saturn? TurboGrafx CD. I always get those mixed up. Because what the hell is the TurboGrafx CD? Never heard of it. Zelda. Okay. Crystal. Is Go-Go Birdie Chance a horny game? Not to my knowledge, but it wouldn't surprise me. None of the screenshots mm. on Moby Games are horny. Mm. The girls struggle against an arrogant male golfer. I think that maybe y'all ain't looking at that with the right lens. Hmm. I mean, we usually have that lens handy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can supply some horny screenshots of Go-Go Birdie Chance, then, you know. Uh, it probably says more about me than it does about the game. <laughs> I'm going to vote one... for Triforce Heroes. All right, great. Uh, that's two. F- what did you vote for, Chelsea? Uh, Zelda. Okay, that is two for Triforce Heroes. Cameron. Also Zelda. All right, and Monica. Zelda. All right, Zelda takes it and moves up. The only Zelda game this episode so far to get into the top 100. Uh, moves up to number 26. Monica, how does it fare against Earthbound? Are y'all fucking with me? (laughs) (laughs) The quirky Japanese RPG about a young boy who has to set out from his suburban home to fight an omnipotent evil from the future and the past together. What number is it at? 26. Oh my. It's gotta be Earthbound. Okay, Cameron. Earthbound, I love Triforce Heroes a lot, but Earthbound kicks it to death. Also... This is a really weird game that you've managed to set up here. Uh, what, comparing Earthbound to Triforce Heroes? No. The way that the placement of these games has little to do with each other and mostly to do with how whatever you're looking at now compares to the specific thing that you're looking at. So if we were comparing, say, uh, an Earthbound sequel to Earthbound, that would place very differently compared to a non-Earthbound sequel. Just like even if they were of equivalent quality, otherwise. Uh huh. uh, You are so deeply flustered by the idea that uh, of comparing a game to Earthbound. I can't. (laughs) Why are you doing this to me? This is fucked. This that is the entire premise of the show, my guy. Y'all just brought me. Crystal, it sounds like a lot of positive words are being felt and thought and said about Earthbound. Do you wanna do you wanna say your piece? Oh no, my money. It's got to be Triforce Heroes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> the three Triforce Musketeers in Japan. And, yeah. Oh, that's pretty you, cute. That's cute. I like it. You. Uh, I, I forget what triggered it at PAX. You. You were just like, you. You, you had the, the claws out for Earthbound at some point this weekend. Oh, it's because we we walked past a store called Earthbound. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea, how do you vote? See, this is why I wanted at the panel. Because I think they thought we were serious about most of this. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot... <laughs> serious instead of being objective. Th- that's one of the problems with taking Let's Plays to the unknown, unaware public. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Where they don't... No one's going to understand that, like, we did not just, like, put Earthbound in, like, the 20s immediately. Right. Uh... Right, it started. It was in like at number four, and it just slowly drifted downward. Uh-huh. It wasn't. You didn't go in with the intent to put it beneath Run Man's Monster Fracas. Hey, and you don't know anything about Run Man's Monster Fracas. That's very you just true. Shut your mouth. A lot of people will vote for things as a joke, 
Like uh-huh, they think this uh-huh. game is funny, so they will put it up. They will think it's funny because to vote something funny and silly over something that is actually well regarded. This podcast is actually my dialectic on how bad faith actors can undermine democracy. <laughs> It'd be cool if lesson. Earthbound was funny. <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> I swear to oh, I don't like it. I don't like this conversation anymore. And then the third and then there's like the third section where uh-huh. like we have a lot of different opinions coming to this podcast and right. sometimes it just so happens like there was a Pokemon episode where like Pokemon went up and up and up and up, but then we had right. to retract a few things uh because uh thing like we like something got messed up in the placing during that episode right 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 and then because we had different people on to fix it like the 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 pokemon games that we had to replace went down as far as they could with what knowledge we had about them right all true we took a random sample and that is what that means and how it works and it is correct based on the one class i took in college and dropped out of (laughs) listen (laughs) the show is peer-reviewed yeah. Just just eyeballing the list, it looks like y'all might have had more than one Pokemon episode. We've had three different episodes. Every time we've hit the list has hit a number that equals how many Pokemon lived in a cur- given generation, we've done a whole Pokemon episode. That's which fun. I'm starting I'm starting to regret having done. You don't say. Yeah. But yeah, if you disagree with any of these choices, every fifty episodes we do a peer review where every guest who comes on that episode is entitled to take one game off the list and place it all new. Anywhere? So, well, well, I mean, not uh, it goes through the same process, but it gets a second chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh. it, so, Chelsea, for now, how does Earthbound compare to Triforce Heroes? Um... <clears throat> what's, what's it up against? Earthbound. Okay, right. Oh, Earthbound, yes. Okay. Yeah, Earthbound wins, and uh, Triforce Heroes moves down to number 39. Chelsea, how does it fare against Stardew Valley, the idyllic farming simulator where you just make some vegetables and make some friends? Stardew. Crystal. Triforce. Okay. Cameron? Also Triforce. Monica. Triforce has an ending where Stardew seems like it would never end. So, right. Triforce. Stardew has like a moment that like gives you an out point or like a goal to work towards, but you can keep playing past that if you want to. So it's the Harvest Moon sixty four thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Danger. Oh, Monica, did you say uh, Triforce? Yes. Okay. Triforce Heroes wins and moves up to number thirty two. Uh, Monica, how does it fare against Hotel Dusk, Room two fifteen? The adventure puzzle game for the Nintendo DS where you play as Kyle Hyde, former cop, if I remember right, and you gotta explore a mysterious hotel to solve some mysteries about your past. Listen, it's been a long time since I've played Hotel Dusk, but it was good. I liked it, but... You loved that game. It got way too anime. It got way too anime. Or did it not get anime enough? No, it's too (laughs) anime. So, Triforce Heroes. All right, Cameron... I'll also give it a Triforce Heroes over Hotel right. Dusk. Crystal. Triforce Heroes. Okay. And Chelsea. Uh, Hotel Dusk. All right. I am also voting Hotel Dusk, but we lose, and Triforce Heroes moves up to number 29. Uh, hey, speaking of Pokemon, Chelsea, how does it fare against Pokemon Sapphire version? 
the Game Boy Advance Pokemon game where you have to take on a bunch of eco-terrorists that want to turn the entire world into one big ocean. Uh, eco-terrorists. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Crystal? Oh, Pokemon Sapphire. All right, that's two for Pokemon. Uh, Cameron? Well, as we know, the third generation is the worst Pokemon generation. Hell, yes, Cameron. Agreed. I'm going to have to give it to Triforce. Oh, it's one of the best ones. My it's people. really not. <laughs> my people. <laughs> Monica. There's too much ocean in this one, so Triforce Heroes. Yeah, I'm also voting Triforce Heroes. Fuck Gen 3. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Triforce Heroes moves up to number 27. Hey, speaking of Gen 3. Monica, how does it compare to Pokemon Fire Red, the remake of Pokemon Red version? I liked Blue better. Okay, all right. So, Triforce Heroes. Cameron? Where is Blue? Uh, lower. <laughs> oh, well, that's a mistake, because <laughs> now this one's going to go down to meet it. It's got to be Triforce Heroes. All right, that's two for Triforce Heroes. Uh, Crystal? I will vote for Zelda over the worst Gen 3 game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I'm pretty sure objectively it is the best Gen 3 game. No, Emerald beat it. Emerald beat it. Uh, mostly because Emily was on that episode and she relates to Emeralds. <laughs> Chelsea? Um, Zelda. All right. Zelda takes it unanimously and moves up. No, it doesn't. It's done. It's placed at number 27, directly above Pokemon Fire Red, directly below Earthbound. Congratulations. Congratulations to Legend Yay. of Zelda's Triforce Heroes. I feel All right, let's get into the real shit now. <laughs> Triforce Heroes getting to the top 30. Yeah, top 30. Where is Breath of the Wild? Oh, yeah, it's only a few spots under Breath of the Wild. Oh, we should have tried to place it above Breath of the Wild. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to game number four. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Once a long time ago, they made a game called The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. And it was pretty good. But every, it came out for the Nintendo Wii. And everyone was like, oh, I want to like do a sword fighting with my, with my remote. And they were like, well, this is a GameCube game that we just slap some Wii controls onto. So like, no, not really. You can just kind of shake it around. And everyone was like, oh, man. And they're like, fine, we'll do it. We'll make it. We'll make what you want. We'll make Skyward Sword, a game where you can move your remote around with the Wii Motion Plus. And it moves Link's hand around, and you can do some sword fighting. And also, we're going to put a really shitty, boring story in it also. Hope what? that's cool. Bye. What? Yeah. Those fighting words. Those, that's a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> Listen, I actually really like playing Skyward Sword. The motion controls are very divisive in it, and I am kind of, you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the argument that they reduce the accessibility of the game. There's definitely, that's that's not great. But I do think they're fun for what they are. I think the dungeon design in that game is great. I love the art direction of that game. I'm so fucking bored anytime anyone talks. Oh, dear. Mm. That's a... Oh, that it's unbelievably dull. That's a reheated take you got there. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Groose is fine. The big guy, he's okay. He's fine. He's fine. Those moles are they're they're fine. They're okay. Impa's cool. Yeah, sure. For what little she's in that game, sure. You gonna what fucking talk about shit about Impa in here? Goddamn it! I got no. Nah, I got nothing against Impa. Don't you even? 
I got nothing against Impa. I don't have anything particularly for her, but I got nothing against her. Why do you hate her. Impa? Why are you talking shit on this version of Impa? She's got that cool, like, pendulum braid thing when she's I, an old lady. That's I don't see what your beef is, to be honest. <laughs> My beef is that story's bad. <laughs> it's a good story. Skyrim yeah. Sword has the most lore. It is actually one of... It's probably the most fundamentally important game for understanding the canon. The second most important probably being Spirit Tracks. I could not care less. <laughs> I thought you. I think it's. I could care less. No, I. I couldn't. I tried. I can't. <laughs> you could care less, but you don't care enough to care less. Sure. I mean, sometimes that's true, but in this case, I just can't. <laughs> uh, people complain Awful. too much about the tad tone part, though. That part's fine. That's. It's totally fine. You can get through it with like one maxed out air breathing or that's water breathing. It's fun thing. in this one. If you just have like a smartphone handy so you can like check Twitter during all the cutscenes, this is a great game. Oh how? <laughs> oh. Mm, mm. You don't even like that cutscene where Girahim and Impa fight at the Temple of Time, do you? I, that part's sure. That's fine. That's a cool fight. Whatever. I don't really remember it that well, but it was probably cool. When did you play this? Uh, when it came out. So you're giving us a take that you left in the back of the fridge for seven years. Yeah, because it didn't inspire me to want to play it again. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> if it was a better game, I would have revisited it. Oh, I see. Hey, Luke, where do you predict this game is going to land? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to get spite voted right to the top ten. <laughs> we don't do spite votes on the Book of Medora, to be clear. I'm really curious where you think it's going to land if we vote genuinely. I say you're better than you us. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, basically, I guess. No. If you vote genuinely, I think it's probably going to end up top 20. Whoa. I think you people like this game. Uh, there's a couple of games outside of the top 20 that would stop it dead in its fucking tracks. Okay, okay. Well, I guess... I guess let's just see what the Wheel of Fate decides for us. Uh... I'm trying to remember, like, specific things to dunk on this game for, and it's all such a blur that I can't, like, also just an unmemorable blur that I really cannot even pick out specific things that were dumb and bad about it. You know what might help with that problem there, Luke? Huh? Listening to the Book of Medora podcast. <laughs> we'll be starting with that soon. On AudioEntropy.com. I we'll did actually start replaying it a few years ago, and I got to, like... I got to the Ancient Cistern, which is a great dungeon, and then I did not get... Like, I beat it and then stopped playing, because that was really why I wanted to replay it, because that was our, a good dungeon. Our Skyward Sword episodes will be starting after this week's coming episode, which is the cartoon episode. So if you want to jump in, nice. now's the time. Fantastic. That pirate ship level's cool. Yes. The sand yeah. sea. Again, the, the dungeon design of this game is so good. Like, it is them at the absolute top of their game. Yeah, I would I definitely agree with that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let's let's see if uh, that's enough to get it up here. Let's start at number two thirteen. Monica, how does it compare to Spooks two thousand six, a point and click adventure game where you play as a young girl living in the land of the dead who wins a living goldfish at a carnival and has to go on a magical adventure to keep it alive and return it to the land of the living. That sounds very whimsical, but I gotta go it with is. Skyward Sword. All right, Cameron. What a charming concept for a game it's ex like it's 100 percent charm all I the like way through that. wow yeah skyward sword 
Sure. <laughs> Crystal? I do love Spooks by Aaron Robinson Swink, but mm. it's not as good as one of the greatest games ever made, Skyward Sword. Yeah. Christ. All right. <laughs> Chelsea? Um, uh, uh, Spooks. All right. Spooks takes one vote. I will actually also vote for Skyward Sword for now. I like it. I just severely dislike parts of it. Some uh, people the, would call it the second best Zelda game. Mm, I wouldn't do that. Like, I, I am not... Okay, there are people that fucking hate this game, and I am not one of them. I You're on trial, clear. Luke. <laughs> I am way kinder to Skyward Sword than many people are. Oh, you're way kinder to Skyward Sword than the majority of audio entropy, I think. I think so, yes. Uh, anyway, Skyward Sword moves up to number 105. Monica, how does it fare? Or no, sorry, Chelsea, how does it fare against Clue Finders, Sixth Grade Adventures, Empire of the Plant People? Clue Finders. An, edu- an educational game where you have to learn all sorts of things about math and other subjects while fighting a secret underground empire of plant monsters. Crystal, how do you vote? Skyward Sword. Okay, that's one for each. Cameron. This looks a lot like Microsoft Bob, but with kids in it. Mm, I'm still going to have to vote for Zelda, though. All right, Monica. Skyward Sword. Okay, Skyward Sword moves up to number 52. Monica, how does it fare against Dark Souls 2, the sequel to Dark Souls? You are a (laughs) cursed being whose memory is fading away and goes to an ancient land of legend where you have to fight for the souls of four great demigods in order to become the king of this land and cure your curse, maybe? I don't know. Everyone's a fucking liar in this game, so who knows what's true? So Dark Souls 2 is not as good as Dark Souls 1, which is effectively Twilight Princess, which is not as good as Skyward Sword, so Skyward Sword. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Cameron? That's really good objective reasoning you're laying down (laughs) there, Monica. Um, Is Dark Dark Souls 2 the highest-ranking Dark Souls game? uh, I believe it currently is, yes. How'd that happen? Because people the best voted one. for it over, yeah, people voted for it over Bloodborne and Dark Souls One, and we haven't wow. played Dark Souls Three yet. Crystal, you're fucking up <laughs> over here. It's the best Dark Souls game. It's not even close. What is this? <laughs> Listen, this is a fu- th- This is the service this podcast provides. We don't have to have this fight anymore. We now know that Dark Souls Two is better than Dark Souls One. <laughs> I see. Fine then. All right. Oh, mm, Skyward Sword, I guess. Mm. All right. Crystal. Skyward Sword. All right, that's three for Skyward Sword. Chelsea? Um, the not Skyward Sword. Great. You're still trying to find the missing game? Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> I'm supposed to be behaving better than this, but I keep getting all riled up. Ah, uh, it's less place, baby. That's fine. Skyward Sword moves up to number 27. Uh, let's see here. Chelsea, how does Skyward Sword compare to Triforce Heroes, the handheld <laughs> cooperative Zelda game where you gotta wear a bunch of pretty clothes to save a princess? Um, Triforce Heroes. Okay. Crystal. Skyward Sword. Cameron. I... Oh. <laughs> see, because the ending of Triforce Heroes is that yeah. you find the witch who cursed the princess to be wearing this really horrible one-piece jumpsuit. Sure. And the witch goes, wait, what are you talking about, cursed? That thing's the best thing I've ever made. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was supposed to be a thoughtful gift. It's like, right. why would she ever want to wear anything else? Uh-huh. 
Anyway, that's how it ended. She's not a bad guy. She's just misguided and doesn't. Right. Understand. So you're saying the whole game is about a conflict about someone who thinks something is good when actually it's awful and everyone hates it, like Skyward Sword with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great analogy. Wow. <laughs> well, I get. Mm, I'll vote for Skyward Sword. I guess. I, All mm, right. I love Mon- Spread. Mm. <laughs> Monica. Ranking the Zeldas against each other is really easy, so Skyward Sword. Okay. See, I'm All right. the opposite. Yeah, Skyward Sword takes it and moves up to number 13. Uh, let's see here. Monica, how does Skyward Sword compare to Thief the Dark Project, also known as Thief Gold? What? Uh, a seminal entry in the stealth game genre. You play as a sneaky man who sneaks around in first person. It's got immersive sim elements, and you just got to sneak real good. I don't like sneaking. Oh, well, that's you a problem. Love sneaking. Sneaking is all you do when you have the option. I don't like forced sneaking. Oh, mmm. <laughs> so, Skyward Sword. All right, it's one for Skyward Sword. Cameron. I mean, I really like Thief as a game. Which one sure. is the Dark Project? It's the, the first very first one. Thief. Oh. Hey, y'all put that at number 13? Yeah, it was top 10 for a long time. Oh, well, that's But then going... Shibi Robo came along. Oh. <laughs> oh, it sure did, didn't it? Sure did. Okay, I, I guess. Oh, man. As much as I hate to prove you right, I guess Skyward Sword. Okay, there Skyward we go. Skyward Sword got awfully lucky in these matchups. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Crystal, how about you? Skyward Sword. Chelsea? Um, uh, what? Skyward Sword versus Thief. Um... Thief. All right. Yeah, I'm also voting Thief, but Skyward Sword wins and moves up. Number six. Chelsea, how does Skyward Sword compare to Elite Beat Agents, the Nintendo DS rhythm game where you play as a squad of secret agents deployed to sing and dance to cheer people on throughout the normal hardships of their day? A. E. B. A. A. E. B. A. A. All right. Crystal. Uh, trying to open the Moby Games page for Leapy Agents says, sorry, you have been blocked. What? <laughs> uh, all the links. They blocked me from Moby Games. They oh. blocked me from Moby Games, too. I have also been blocked. I'm guessing Moby Games is just having some server issues. We've clicked too often. Uh, my yeah. vote is for The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. That's one for each. Cameron? If this were Os Tatake Oendon, this would be a different question. But... I've got to throw in with Skyward Sword again. Monica. Skyward Sword. Oh, boy. Oof. <sighs> Skyward Sword is now officially a top ten game. I genuinely um, didn't expect this, to be honest. It moves up to number three. Well, Monica, just... how, how does Skyward Sword compare to Tetris for the Game Boy? It's Tetris for the Game Boy. Uh, t- Tetris, probably. <laughs> All right, Cameron. This is fucked. What happens if I abstain? What? Uh, well, what? if it, well, you can we can come back to you, but if it's a tie, I'm going to need your vote. Okay, you'll have to come back to my monkey ass. All right, uh, Crystal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Skyward Sword is definitively a better game than the Game Boy version of Tetris. That's two for Skyward. No, that's one for each. My mistake. Uh, Chelsea. 
Um, Tetris. That's two for Tetris. I'm also voting Tetris, which means Tetris wins, and Cameron, you get to keep your hands clean for now. Thank God. It's only going to get harder here, buddy, because uh, that means Zelda moves down to number four. Chelsea, how does Skyward Sword compare to The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, the Zelda game where a young Link has to adventure into the strange world of Termina, a surreal and dreamlike land that reflects his own internal grief? Um, Skyward Sword. Crystal. Gotta be Majora. Hell yeah, it does. Cameron? I really thought that Skyward Sword would get stopped by Breath of the Wild for some fucking reason. It um, never even hit Breath of the Wild. No, it, it is didn't. objectively better than Breath of the Wild. It wouldn't get stopped by the worst game. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, this Cameron? isn't in keeping with past... Oh, fuck. Um, I... Y'all, uh, <laughs> hold on. I feel like I'm shaving years off of your life. Hold on. He's grabbing a coin. I would thought Great. that maybe they could hear it. Oh, the classic coward's gambit of Let's Plays. <laughs> oh, wait, do y'all normally do this? Not, not normally, but it's been done. Most famously okay. on the Christmas episode. Okay, yeah. uh, heads is Skyward Sword, tails is Majora. All right. And uh, oh, uh, there's there's this. there's the queen. Uh, Skyward Sword takes it. So I'm That's glad you're telling us the the things for heads and tails when we can't see the coin. Yeah, uh, I can that confirm. is that is two for Skyward Sword, Monica. Uh, ranking Zeldas against each other is easy again. So Skyward uh, Sword. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Skyward Sword wins definitively. The best Zelda game of all time, to our knowledge. Yeah, we still haven't placed a lot of the favorites, but... Mm, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword <laughs> is placed at number four. Yeah. Wow. Directly above Majora's Mask, directly below Tetris. There are some games around here that you could have thrown it against and I would have, like, voted well, for them. Well, too bad. I guess How would the, you vote Skyward Sword versus Mother 3? I would have definitely voted Mother 3. Mother 3 mm. might have saved my fucking life. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the worst game. It's not. It's the sixth best one. Worst I say it's the worst game. Oh, worst game. Oh, gotcha. see, I thought that you said worst with Breath of the Wild, too, and that made me think yeah. for a minute, because I think you generally like that game. Yeah, it's a, it's one of the best ones. Yeah. It's not as good as Skyward Sword. Clearly. <laughs> Skyward wow. Sword, what some might call the second best Zelda game. Or the <sighs> best so far. Wait, who, how did our votes pan out in that just now? Uh, Let's see. Chelsea voted for Majora. Chris no, no, I didn't. No. You what, you voted Skyward Sword? I voted Skyward Sword. Yeah. Crystal voted Majora. You voted... Yeah, you voted Skyward, and then Monica voted Skyward. Okay. Yeah. That coin, now, it mattered. Did, you did flip a coin. If you want to change your vote, you're still allowed to. Nope. All right, it's locked who in. Was, who was on the coin, Cameron? Uh, that would be Queen Elizabeth. And All right. bear. The bear did not show up. Yeah. All right, we've got one last game to go this time. Uh, it's The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, the sequel to The Phantom Hourglass, set in the future of the new Hyrule that you found at some point. Old Hyrule. What the fuck ever? <laughs> it's a discovery that we made on the Book of Medora. It's actually no. the original Hyrule. Sure, why not? Uh, you play as Link, a young guy i think you 
You're like a castle guard or something. I forget. He's Zelda a royal gets, engineer. Right. Zelda gets fucking murdered. He and drives he goes, a train. Yeah. And uh, you got to climb some spooky tower to fight some bad guy. And meanwhile, Zelda can possess suits of armor. And she's like your little assistant in this game. And it is the best version of Zelda that's been in any of these games. And I love her. Yes. It's also easily the best assistant character that the series has ever had. I'm thinking, yeah, I would say Midna's the only one that's even, like, close. Uh, I'd say Midna's fourth. Would you put it (laughs) second? I think that for second place, uh, I'd have to think about how I would rank for Daphnis, which is the king of red lions. Oh, see, I don't like him. Oh, well, that's because you have bad opinions. Okay, no, I'll, I'll get into this. I don't like the king. I think the king of red lions makes Wind Waker feel like a worse game than it is. Because that is a game where you are supposed to go out and explore and just wander off and find islands and cool adventures, pick up some Triforce charts, and then, like, you're collecting them throughout the game, and at some point you'll know what to do with them and you can start translating them. Except this motherfucking boat is always, like, marking your map and saying, no, you need to go here right now. Ganon's here. We gotta go, go, go. And people do that because people tend to just do what they're told. And then they get to the end of the game, and they have to do a bunch of side quest bullshit all at the end in a way that's paced badly, and they blame the game for that, when really they should just blame the King of Red Lions for it. He's the patriarchy. Objectively, that's only true for one-third of the Book of Medora podcast, and that third is me. (laughs) Objectively. I don't know what you mean. I mean that Crystal and Monica both do everything possible when it's available. Sure. They reject the urgings of the patriarchy. I I grant that there are people that play the game like that, and I think that is the better way to play it. I think on balance, a lot of people just go and do the temples and do not get the best experience out of that game as a result. And even even if you ignore it, you can't ignore the fact that the King of Red Lions wants you to play the game that way. I would say that Aonuma invested in the King of Red Lions a certain gravitas and a certain sadness about his mm-hmm. inability to make a better role for his ch- better world for his children. Yeah, that really comes across very strongly as you go through the game, and you could make a solid argument for him being the best written at the same time as he's the most terrible character in the series. I, I will grant you that as a character, he's pretty well written. I just really dislike his gameplay function. I mean, fuck him, to be clear. Sure. But he oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And the number three would pro- uh, number two or three would be Lineback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, it's been so long since I played Phantom Hourglass, I don't remember Lineback that well. Lineback is the coward thief guy. Right, yeah, I know who he is, I just don't remember much about him. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's his whole stick. That's his whole stick, and he plays to it really hard. Sure. Anyway, spirit tracks. You gotta, like, drive your train around the world and play a pan flute that sometimes the microphone on the DS doesn't respond to the way you want it to. And that's annoying, but most of the game, I think, is pretty good and gets a bit of a bad rap. Mm. Like, I feel like the impression is y'all are pretty high on spirit tracks. It's the best handheld Zelda game. You get to drive a train. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo. Choo-choo. (laughs) <laughs> choo 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 indeed choo choos those are zelda bad guys little jelly fellas yep yep <laughs> it's crystal you were saying it's the best handheld zelda game hmm. Ob- objectively that is the position of the book of Medora podcast 
Yeah. Uh, I'd probably put Link Between Worlds over it, but I, <sighs> I, I do think it's a good game, and I do think people are meaner about it than they should be. People don't but, like styluses. Yeah, they don't. And, like, I would prefer to play like it with them. a D-pad, but, you know. Justin, you were saying you like styluses? I like styluses. Yeah. That is a deeply uh, funny game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see how it does on this list. Uh, now that you've broken it by putting Skyward Sword so high. <laughs> oh, that... Mm, yeah, I really wish that Skyward Sword had been up there for the panel. <laughs> yeah, I might not be here today, so I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, all right, we are starting at number 213. Chelsea, how does Spirit Tracks compare to Bio Miracle Bokute Upa? Uh, this is a 2D platformer you play as a magic baby that can turn bad guys into cake. Uh, choo choo. All right, uh, Crystal. Zelda. Okay, that's two for Zelda. Cameron. Zelda. And Monica. Choo-choo. All right. Spirit Tracks moves up to number 105. Monica, how does it fare against Commando Steel Disaster, a Nintendo DS game that is really trying hard to be Metal Slug? Zelda. All right. Cameron? Oh, I do love Metal Slug. It's Zelda. Okay. Crystal? Zelda. All right. And Chelsea? Luke, you did a bad job. Why did I do a bad job? One on episode seventy-seven, Crystal's birthday. Um, you didn't put one. It does not look you look like you put a picture. And two, I think you skipped putting listing a game because I'm only seeing four <laughs> on the description. Son of a bitch. Well, well, like I said, I I've got the list of like screen captions, which is every game we placed from before the panel, so I can find it that way. Crystal, do you remember what games you picked for your birthday episode? I believe the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion is the one that's missing. Yeah. No, that, is it? I thought that was way higher than that. No, no, no. No, no I mean on the description. Oh, from that. From that, you mean. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, how does Spirit Tracks compare to game number 105, Commander Steel Disaster? Uh, Spirit Tracks. Choo-choo. Okay. And Crystal, you also said choo-choo, right? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Zelda moves up to number 52. You're getting pretty quick on the trigger there, Luke. Why is that? You voted on Crystal's behalf. No, I, I thought she voted. I don't I know. Was just confir- I was confirming her vote. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I heard you uh, call Crystal an asshole on that episode earlier, by the way. I mean, you know, I love Crystal. The train can't be stopped. No, there ain't no stopping this train. All right, uh, Chelsea, how does Spirit Tracks compare to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, a stupid game for buttholes? Oh, man. <laughs> um, choo-choo. <laughs> Crystal? Come back to me. Uh, all right, Cameron? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, God. Oh, Crystal, how much do you like the Chow Garden? I love it. It's so good. I love the Chow Garden, too. I got to vote for Spirit Tracks, but I want you to know I had two of everything. All right, Monica? Choo-choo. All right, that is three for Spirit Tracks. Crystal, do you want to put your vote in? I'll I'll put in my minority report for Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Is Great. That what, is that what that means? <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we when we're executing Sonic Adventure Two Battle, you know, post, you know, uh, for pre-crime, we'll have to delete the file that said one of the voters thought that it was innocent. Oh. <laughs> anyway. What? That's minority you know, report. 
Have you not seen Minority Report? I, I actually have never seen Minority Report. It's actually a good movie. I'm yeah. sure it is. It's there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Yeah, it's you got three psychic people in a weird tank, and they can see visions of murders. But the thing is that it's treated like it's objective when sometimes one of them sees the murder not happening, but they execute the person anyway and like hide those files. But oh, then the cop, is... but then the cop doing it is seen in the future doing a murder, and he's got to go on the run. For a second, that was a really good metaphor for Let's Plays, but then he got away from it for a little bit. <laughs> One day we'll place me, and the Minority Report <laughs> metaphor will be complete. <laughs> All right. Uh, Monica, how does... I was how does Minority Report compare, but no. How does Spirit Tracks compare to Power Pro Coon Pocket 3, a GBA baseball game where you play as an up-and-coming high school baseball star who dies and has his soul implanted in a robot and has to balance learning how to be a good baseball player again with learning how to be a good human again. It's got like weird social sim elements. Cool. But I think Sky, uh, no, I think that Spirit Tracks has the better ghost haunting in a giant suit of armor. Yeah. That's true. They are, they are similar in that regard. Cameron? You know, now that Monica mentions it, objectively, uh, this ghost thing just doesn't sound as interesting. All right, all right. I like that you've caught on that if you just say objectively enough, then your random arbitrary opinion becomes fact. Yeah. Uh, Crystal? I love Power Pro, but it's no spirit tracks. All right, Chelsea? Power Pro. Okay, I'm also voting Power Pro, but we lose, and spirit tracks continues to rise to number 13. Chelsea, how does spirit tracks compare to Chibi Robo plug into adventure? The. Adventure game where you're a little tiny robo guy who's got to clean a big old house. And also, there's a lot of weird story elements. Yeah, there like, are. Uh, about like the world robo. being destroyed by energy overconsumption. It's a weird game. Also, it works on Toy Story rules. There's so much going on in Chibi Robo. There is. You really need to play more of it. I really want to. I should just download a, uh, like a, a completely legal copy of it. On- <laughs> <laughs> Crystal? Zelda. Alright, that's one for each. Uh, Cameron? I'm going to have to vote for Spirit Tracks. Monica? Spirit Tracks. Alright, Spirit Tracks moves up. It's number six. Are you panicking yet? Oh, you know it. Uh, <laughs> Monica, how does Spirit Tracks compare to Mother 3, the Game Boy Advance JRPG where you play a young boy whose family is violently ripped apart by evil capitalists that destroy his entire way of life. I wish that the entire podcast could see Cameron's expression right now. (laughs) (laughs) Describe it for us. Paint us a word picture. Haunted. (laughs) Haunted is the best single word descriptor. She's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with... Spirit Tracks. Oh, shit. Cameron? God damn. <laughs> Luke, what was your favorite part of Mother 3? Oh, gosh. I mean, the ending, like, stands out the most to me. The fight, you know, the final boss fight, just because, like, how can it not? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's also been long enough since I've played it that, like, a lot of the middle parts of it are a little, little muddled in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the opening where all the bad shit happens, and I remember the very end of it really clearly and the the rest of it's a little more vague it's been 10 years yeah 
I think that probably the part of it that stands out most to me is when Lucas is having that trip and he has this waking dream of his father threatening to beat him. Is that when they're on, like, the islands? Yeah, with the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah and you fight, like, the three, like, statues that change shapes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it was fucked. It, I had that mailbox full of dead rats. Yeah, yeah. And there's that, like, weird... There's that guy that, like, abuses his pet monkey who, like, just slowly becomes more machine. But by machine, I mean trumpet. That might be the single most tragic character that Itoi ever wrote, and that's saying something. I don't mean <laughs> yeah. the monkey. I mean the right, no, trumpet yeah. machine. Well, just because he's a really sh- shitty dude, and then you get to his house near the end, and, like, yeah. She's really shitty. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long time since I played it. Um, despite that, Mother 3 doesn't include the main theme and the final battle theme, so I'm going to give it to Spirit Tracks. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, objectively, that's true. It is true. Crystal? Do you remember uh, that Nintendo Direct where the robot chicken man said, come on, Reggie, give us Mother 3? Yeah, I do. And then That was in 2014. Yeah, uh uh-huh. So I'm going to vote for Spirit Tracks. All right. (laughs) Sure. Okay. We're Reggie apologists on the Book of Medora, apparently. Chelsea? Um, Mother... Three. I'm also I'm also voting Mother Three, but Spirit Tracks wins, moves up. Why'd so, we allow this? What's that? <laughs> why'd we allow this? Yeah, why'd we allow three <laughs> fucking Zelda heads on here to play Zelda games? We knew how this would go. I genuinely didn't. I thought Skyward Sword would place much lower for what it's worth. Uh, Chelsea, they're, they're also how, big mother heads. Yeah, I that's I would, heard that's Cameron's. Fair. Like long. No, that's fair. If I had to get a tattoo, it would be a mother tattoo. That's why I am shocked that you voted for Spirit Tracks over Mother Three. You shouldn't be. Okay. You know what this is, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, how does the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks compare to Tetris for the Game Boy? Tetris. Crystal. Spirit Tracks. Cameron. Tetris ain't got no trains. Monica. Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks wins and moves up. Oh, now this is a good comparison right here. Now, this is right near the end, so yeah, we're just going to go linearly here. Um, Monica, let's talk about trains. Okay. How does the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks (laughs) compare to Locoland? Let me paint you a picture. It is a far distant planet. The past, the future, who can say? Uh, Full of... Uh, violent alien creatures. But in spite of that, a civilization of robots have risen up. But they are equally as violent and have taken to war amongst themselves. But do they fight these battles themselves? No, of course not. Don't be ridiculous. They're too civilized for that. They have built steam-powered locomotives with minds of their own to wage their wars across the railroads all over their planet. You take control of some of these trains in an RTS where you have to like shoot other trains it's just train on train combat all the way (laughs) how do you vote is there a dessert train in local land i can neither confirm nor deny is there like a horse driven carriage train the only trains i can say for certain is there's a cannon train and like a like a ram train i think well every train in in spirit tracks has a cannon okay yeah so, Spirit Tracks. All right, Cameron. Can you blow the steam whistle in Locoland? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. This is worth finding out. 
Hmm. Well, I'm not gonna launch local lands right now, so. You know. Oh. Okay. Well, spirit tracks then, because it it has a it has a steam whistle. Sure. Objectively. Right. Crystal. Spirit tracks. Chelsea. Um, uh, local land. All right. Uh, well, spirit tracks wins, and that means it gets a shot at the top. Been a lot of those lately. Chelsea. How does the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks Undertale compare, compare to Undertale, the indie RPG where you play as a young child abandoned in the underground and soon find yourself in a world of monsters, but it's not so bad. They're friendly, you know, other than that one flower, jackass, and all the ones who have been brought up on a fascist ideology about how they have to kill all humans for imprisoning them under a mountain. To be fair, the humans did start it. They did murder a kid. That's not great. But the monsters are murdered like six, so who can say who's wrong? Anyway, hope you don't kill anyone, but you can kill everyone if you want to. And then you'll have a bad time. Oh, yeah. Tell. yeah, there's the there's the song right there. Crystal? Spirit Tracks. Cameron. Now, we compared which of these games to Earthbound? Uh, we compared, uh, was it... Triforce Heroes, maybe? I think it was Triforce Heroes. Okay. And let's see. And we ended up comparing Skyward Sword to Triforce Heroes. So, the way it goes is a little bit like this. Uh -huh. We know that Triforce Heroes is compared to Earthbound, and that's not as good. But Triforce Heroes is less good than Skyward Sword, which is better right. than Earthbound. And right, right now, Spirit Tracks is also better than Earthbound, right? Uh, yes. Uh -huh. And we both know, or rather, all five of us know, that Undertale is just a remake I of Earthbound. I just want Earthbound. to say you're very, everyone's very lucky that I'm too distracted uh, <laughs> looking for this to be angry Undertale. right now. Undertale being a remake of Earthbound, recasting the original hero Ness as the NPC Sans. Oh, <laughs> God! You're a nerd. Let me give you a wedgie. We know this. We know that Spirit Tracks is better than Earthbound. Ergo, Spirit Tracks must be better than Undertale. <sighs> Monica, Spirit Tracks. Fuck yes! Yeah, baby. We did it! Yeah! Great. Oh, we did it, y'all. We finally did it. We got a good name at number one. Oh! Uh, Undertale had a good run. It's finally been beaten. With that, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks is placed at number one, above Undertale, below everything else. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm so glad this happened. Uh, I would like to wish a fond farewell to Terranigma and to Super Mario Galaxy 2, who have been... Uh, Pushed out of the top ten this episode. <laughs> yeah, Undertale uh, had a reign of about ten months in the top in the number one spot. I think the longest <laughs> holder of the number one spot that we've had. 
It's going to be an effective buffer at number two, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think Spirit Tracks is pretty well insulated at number one. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're listening and you're as twisted up inside as I am, remember, episode 100, peer review. You can take any game off the list and have it replaced. That's fine. This is the one that'll be canon for us. <laughs> as the Good. ultimate arbiters of Zelda canon, that's objectively true. It is... Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks is, as of right now, objectively, the single best Zelda game ever, to our knowledge. Which makes it the best game ever, period. Mm-hmm. To our it knowledge, is also yes. that. I don't know. Uh, if they well, released a Zelda game that was better than Spirit Tracks, it would be the best game ever. I mean, to our knowledge. Think there's, about there's, it. We've... we've <laughs> We've only placed 430 games. There's a lot of things that might be better than Spirit Tracks. 430 is a representative sample, I think. I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, that might be better than Spirit Tracks. Haven't placed it yet. Oh. Anyway, let's uh, take a look at the top and bottom 10. Did not touch the bottom half of the list this week, but let's look at it anyway. I would have been comfortable. The the, the bottom 10, starting at number 421, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. Number 422, King of Bali. Number 423, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 424, Elf, the movie. Number 425, who did I date last night? Number 426, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 427, Time Dominator or Socket. Number 428, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 429, Tommy's Air Shark. And number 430, the worst game of all time to our knowledge, Megamind the Blue Defender. Meanwhile, our top 10 has been shaken to its core. <laughs> At number 10, Near Automata. At number 9, Resident Evil 4. At number 8, Elite Beat Agents. At number 7, Mother 3. Number 6, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> oh, don't be so reluctant. What the fuck happened to this list? <laughs> How many Zelda games just got put into the top ten? Two did. Number four, Tetris for the Game Boy. Number three, Loco Land. Number two, Undertale. And number one, the best game of all time to our knowledge, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Yeah. The top Cameron, 10's looking pretty respectable. Yeah. Mm, it was looking a lot more respectable before you fuckers came along. <laughs> no, not even close, I don't think. I mean, previously it had uh, Terranigma in it, and you can get yeah. that shit out of my face. <laughs> Cameron, Monica, do you have anything you'd like to plug? No, they're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fine with me. Uh, all right. Uh, Crystal, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Arcane Crystal. You can find me and Cameron and Monica on the Book of Medora podcast over on AudioEntropy.com. We talk about the Legend of Zelda series. Mm-hmm. You can find Luke and me on MCU Complete Me, where we talk about if the Marvel movies are good or if they're bad. They're bad. Uh, and you can find me on Patreon.com slash Arcane Crystal. All right. Chelsea, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Netspecibus. Okay, okay. As for and me, you can find you can me just... on the train to kick all your asses. 
I think we've proven that uh, we already take better trains than you do, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Chelsea. We'll 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 get some practice in on local land, and we'll be ready to we'll be ready to take them when the times come. Uh-huh. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find this show on AudioEntropy.com, along with a bunch of other great shows like D Comedy, Let's Steal a Podcast, Totally Reprise, Aliens with Battleborgs, which might actually be Teenager's Attitude by the time you're hearing this. Depends on how fast this gets edited. Uh, you can find this show on iTunes also. Why don't you subscribe to it? Rate it. You know what? Rate it based on the other episodes, not this one. <laughs> What's wrong with this one, Luke? Unless you really like Spirit Tracks, I guess, then rate it based on this one. It's a great is game. This, is this not an entertaining episode? Did we, do, <laughs> did we do a bad job? No, you did. Well, okay. The question of did you do a bad job is a tough one to answer. Let's just say the weed episode was better than this. <laughs> the weed episode was pretty funny, though. It was pretty funny. That's true. Uh, maybe leave a nice review and a little little five-star rating, if you would. And if you really, really like us, why don't you uh, head on back over to AudioEntropy.com, click that motherfucking donut button so that, you know, we can get some money to buy some donuts. Or give or donate money to the website to, mm-hmm. for Lexi. I, I do want to shout out to listener Gwen, uh, who bought us actual donuts while we were at PAX. And to uh, listener Jeff, who made us hand-knit donut pins. Oh. And they're wonderful, and I love them. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, let's see here. Chelsea, give us a, give us a sign-off. Um, I've played, I've finished exactly two Zelda games, Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. and Wind Waker. Yeah. Crystal? Chelsea, I'm sorry you had to suffer the indignity of Undertale being merely in the 99.6 percentile of all video games. Uh, Cameron. It's been a real pleasure being on here, and thank you for allowing us to participate. Monica. Choo-choo. Choo-choo indeed. We'll see you next time on Let's Place. Bye. 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 Oh, I'm so happy. I thought I told you not to, but you had to, and you did. Sorry, sorry, don't be angry. I didn't mean to do it. I swear I'll never do that again.